part of a balanced breakfast and proud members of the Geekio Podcast Network. This is the Generic Live Show. Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday! Woo! We're back on the Generic Live Show on a Sunday. Thanks for joining us here on a Sunday. Uh, this is the Generic Live Show on GLA, on Geekio FM. No, I'm not going to derail the show in, in two and a half seconds like I did with the pre-show. By the way, uh, we are starting a little bit behind because we just had a a cracking uh, a cracking pre-show. If you're not listening to the show live Sundays at 5:30 p.m. Uh, Eastern, you're missing out on some very high quality content. We we discovered probably one of the, my best my one of my favorite ladies uh, of all time on the on the pre-show. So. It's it's an experience to be had. I let me tell you the the generic live show pre show. But let's let's we'll, we'll move on. We have we have to move on from Leslie Stovall giving you her morning sunshine. Excuse me. Oh, girl, gassy. Anyway, so Leslie Stovall giving is giving you her morning sunshine. So there's the pre show callback right at the top of the show. Uh so there you go. <laughs> It's an experience and a half. You should, you should really listen live. It's it's fun and, and ex- insightful for everyone. Uh, but uh, thank you everyone for sticking with us last week uh, for for the time change and and everything. It was it was still a great show, and uh, nonetheless and notwithstanding, we're back. And let's jump straight into it. And yes, my voice <coughs> is very slowly deteriorating. Uh, more cricket drama. Oh, you know what? I am reveling in this cricket drama at the moment. TBH. This cricket drama. Uh, cricket Australia has decided to move all of its uh, all of its broadcasting. From Channel 9 to 7 and Foxtel. Cricket is returning to pay TV, as it seems. Australians will have to watch some of the summer's most prized sporting events after Cricket Australia decided to embrace a hefty $1.2 billion, with a B, broadcast rights deal underwritten by pay TV group Foxtel. Foxtel, which is controlled by Rupert Murdoch's News Corporation, on Friday won the rights to broadcast every ball bowled in home international test matches, one-day internationals, and 2020 games, as well as Big Bash leaves for the next six domestic seasons. For the next six seasons. Uh, that'll take that'll take them through to twenty twenty four, I believe. It's it's huge. So what what exactly are the moves? Let's scroll down to the end. So Channel Seven and Fox Telepay have have split the bill. They went to Cricket Australia and went, let's split the bill uh, to get this off Channel Nine. Uh, to win the broadcast rights to broadcast both men's and women's international and domestic cricket for six years. 
Hey, it's Coruscant Rhino uh, from uh, Coruscant Farming Incorporated. Hi, welcome to welcome to whatever show this is. It's not GLS today. Uh, catch the pre-show, and you'll understand why it was such a mess. But welcome, welcome to the actual show. Fox Sports will also be forming a digital partnership with Cricket Australia, and each network has its own commentary team. So Channel 7 will have its Channel 7 will have its own set of commentators and Fox Sports will have its own set of commentators whereas previously Channel 9 well, it was only in one place. So Channel 9 have its own special set of commentators. So the commentators aren't moving networks either. So they they they're currently losing each of their current commentators. Uh, so what's on seven? Uh, the men's test matches involving Australia. Uh, 16 Big Bash matches, including finals. Uh, however, no in one-day international matches. That's for the men. Uh, for the ladies... Uh, they've got international matches involving Australia. And 23 quote-unquote key women's Big Bash League games. Because uh, at the moment, uh, fun fact, I'm going to switch over to the solo mode for now. Uh, fun fact, they actually have more women Big Bash League games than men uh, at the moment. Uh, so they, you know, women are playing more Big Bash games, which is great. You know, Big Bash, I... Uh, it's 20 overs, no, it's not 20 overs, but I think it's, might be 20 overs. The point of the game is to smack the ball as hard as you can. I mean, that's the point of the game anyway. But, uh, you know, the, 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 the extra point is that it's so fast-paced that, you know, you, you only have a certain amount of, um... You know, a certain amount of overs to get through. Uh, what's on Foxtel? So, Foxtel will have... Uh, Foxtel is the pay TV aspect, whereas the 7 network is the free-to-air... Uh, free-to-air kind of stuff. Channel is the word I was looking for, thank you. All one-day international matches for men. All... T20 matches, all test matches involving Australia, all Big Bash League games, 13 domestic one-day matches, a domestic Sheffield, uh, Sheffield Shield final. Women, they will have 23 Big Bash League games. And shared rights to stream cricket on mobile devices, 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 with Cricket Australia. Hmm. Apparently, breaking news. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, the Commonwealth Games closing ceremony was last night. And apparently, it was controversial. I would believe that. Actually, funny story about the Commonwealth Games. I saw a bit of it at work uh, when I was on my lunch break, and 
One of the male interviewers, and live television is really hard. I'm not knocking anyone who does live television because it's really hard. Uh, let me tell you, as a person who has been in numerous, you know, live television uh, shoots and have been involved both in front of the camera and behind the camera, uh, live television is really hard to do. Uh, so is live radio, for that fact, and Leslie Stovall. Uh, we may have mocked you in the pre-show, but what you do is amazing on Catalina Island. Uh, but it's really hard to do. And one of the male interviewers, they were, they were, the, they were interviewing the female cyclists, uh, the, the gold and silver medal uh, cyclists for Australia. And the male uh, person, I don't even know who he was. He was some backbencher... Uh, backbench kind of um, person from the weekend morning show that has a segment. So they wheeled him out and he said, Oh, do you guys had enough cha- time to go home and get changed? And I, I thought you were, wearing, you were going to be wearing your uh, cyclist kit to the after party. <laughs> I, I didn't think you had normal clothes. He literally said, I didn't think you had normal clothes. To these two lovely, bubbly, upbeat uh, cyclists. Uh, and their faces just went from la di da da to you're effing kidding me, right? <laughs> I thought you were going to wear your cycling kit to the after party. I didn't know you had normal clothes. <sighs> And I just, I don't know why, but I pissed myself laughing. That's so bad. Yeah, I'm getting on God and wows from the chat room. It's, it was rough. And I get, like, in, they, they interview a lot of people as well. <laughs> why? They, they interview a lot of people, like, as well. So I understand if they have, you know. Uh, if they have issues. Uh, you know, saying, having their phrases, they interviewed, like, 30 people, because it was the night before, like, most of the events had finished, and particularly the long-haul events as well were hosted on the second to last day. We are also geeking at Old School today, where Dale's drinking live on air. My voice is wrecked. I shouldn't have done all that yelling in the pre-show. But... Yeah, I thought that was that would be an interesting tidbit, but apparently there's some controversy surrounding the Commonwealth Games closing ceremony. We're go- we're gonna get our people onto that. We got top men, aka me, onto that uh, in in the commercial break. I'll I'll dig that up. It's interesting. All right. So apparently, also in cricketdrama.net fun time here. Uh, apparently, there's something to do with anti-siphoning laws uh, going on simply because uh, according to, so Australian law states that uh, pay TV cannot wholly have the rights uh, to stuff on pay television it has to be available somewhere else uh, unfortunately Game of Thrones doesn't qualify for those laws but I could go on for years about this, but I won't. I'll save you from that. But, uh, 
the the head of Foxtel is questioned about that, and this is what this is what this is. Uh, has the communications minister changed the anti-siphoning uh, list to take one-day cricket off that off that list of research? Uh, no, we've certainly worked through um, all of the necessary uh, regulatory requirements um, in regards to the one-day internationals and the, and the T20s. Uh, is the list changed or not at this stage? Uh, no, the li no, the list hasn't changed. The list hasn't changed. So one-day cricket is still on the anti-siphoning list, is that right? One-day one cricket is listed, but we work through all of the regulatory requirements to uh, find a balance that allows more cricket to be televised than ever before. More, more cricket is to be televised across the board, but also on free-to-air television. Uh, we see this as an outstanding result for Australian cricket fans. On that past uh, the government, uh, James, and as the communications minister approved it, it's, it's definitely those two events are on the anti-siphoning list. They should be free to us all Australians, not just to subscriber paying Foxtel. The, um, certainly the, the Minister is aware of that uh, and we've worked through, it's, it's our obligation to work within uh, the regulatory requirements as it is indeed for uh, my colleagues on left and right here and we've certainly done that but our, what we have been all about through this process is about arriving at a landing spot that allows more cricket to be televised and broadcast, more accessible and certainly on free-to-air television, there will be more cricket than we've ever seen before. Now, oh, I cut that word off. That was before. Now, I have, I have one point. Oh, my audio has just got super low. How about now? I get on top of the microphone. Um, one interesting minor note. Uh, the One Day International cricket will be available on the Cricket Australia streaming service that has its own membership that isn't bundled into any uh, into any kind of uh, pay TV structure. The, uh, I'm assuming the, the current structure for Cricket Australia will stay the same. Uh, that's not changing the streaming services, just the fact that Foxtel's now the one putting it there. Huh. Okay. I mean, it's interesting. I like following, uh, I like following, uh, cricket drama, as, as you can clearly tell. It's not, it has not been a good year for Cricket Australia, let's be completely honest. If, I, I'm more, I'm very happy the fact that more women's cricket will now be televised under this deal. Uh, I think the, 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 the point that the questioner there wanted to make was why, why isn't, why aren't both like, why aren't all these same events broadcasted on uh, the network, you know, if if that makes sense, you know? It, why aren't all 29... How oh, many games? Let's look this up real quick. Uh, why aren't all, you know, 23 uh, Big Bash games, or why is one day cricket only now exclusive to... Uh, you know, uh, to, you know, pay TV. And it was about one day cricket there. Uh, so that why isn't that available on the Seven Network as well? Uh, Corson Moreno says, I've only heard you share about cricket scandals this year, but it seems like a lot to me. Yeah, Cricket Australia, 
uh, it has gone through a lot, uh, in, particularly in the last month and a bit too. Like the the, the sandpapering uh, paper scandal. Now there's now sandpapering, ball tampering, sandpapering. That's not a thing. Uh, the ball tampering scandal. Now people are, are going after cricket Australia themselves uh, for allowing that to happen, and it's like, well, what? The, this, yeah, it's it's put the the game in distribute a little bit. But why, like, the governing body didn't put the sandpaper in the captain's pocket, literally and metaphorically, you know? And also, that's now a good analogy. Blank didn't put the sandpaper in his pocket. There you go. So, (laughs) I don't go out of my way to read cricket stories. See? Generic live show. Generic Live Show, bringing you stories that you don't want read, question mark. Hi, M-Beam. Hi, M-Beam. Uh, so let's, <laughs> we're running really late. Uh, you know what, let's skip uh, this, uh, let's skip this uh, Gmail story uh, and quickly run through... Uh, quickly run through this other one uh let's quickly do uh a same as you remember same as it ever was shall we let's quickly do that uh ladies and gentlemen we're not even gonna take a break we're not even gonna take a break uh let's quickly do this this is not my show or is it I forget. I can't remember. 1974, 1981, 2002, 2001, not 1941, 704. Is it the uh, real quick, before we get into our uh, take a break and get into our main story, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going back into the time machine uh, to January 1989. I should really keep track of which ones. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> God, I- <laughs> hi, M Beam Dale. In response to hi Dale from M Beam, this is getting super mellow. Mella? Super Mella! Oh god, Super Meta is what I meant. Soup O'Mella. That sounds like a delicious soup. Alright, so. January 1st, 1989, the New York City transit fee rises from $1 to $1.15. The year, okay, the, 1989, ladies and gentlemen, Portobello. There you go. I need, I need, I need way more of this. And done. Uh, the year, so 1989 was the year of the young reader. We've had the year of the elderly, the year of the youth, and now we've got the year of young reader. There you go. 
Uh, UCLA wins the seventh consecutive bowl game on January 2nd, 1989. Uh, Superwoman, single released by Karen White, uh, later became, uh, was released on January 2nd, later became, later became single of the year. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not ready to a Russian newspaper. A Russian newspaper on January third gets its first commercial advertisement. Oh, this is a fun game. Everyone's putting their ages in on uh, how old they were when they when nineteen eighty nine came around. Uh, I'm going to put mine in there. I'm going to put. Uh, I'm trying to do math live on air, and it's not working. Uh, so I'm going to put mine in there. Again, I realise it's going to show up on screen on the uh, video on demand, but there you go. YouTube.com slash Geeko Show. January 4th, 1989, George H.W. Bush was the first vice president since Martin Van Buren to declare himself president of the United States. There you go. January 5th, 1989, two French TV newsmen were arrested trying to plant a fake bomb on three air airlines at JFK Airport in security test. Jeez. Wow. Uh, oof. January 11th, 1989, kindergarten student was caught with a loaded handgun at a Bronx school. Jeez. Cheap as well. There you go. Uh, on January 13th, 1989, computers across Britain were hit by, quote-unquote, Friday the 13th, Jerusalem virus. That sounds... I'm so glad that people don't do that these days. There you go. January 15th... Oh, here's a good story. Here's a good... Here's a good story. Oh. January 15th, 1989, Cerebral Palsy Telethon raises $22 million. Oh, there you go. Uh, not really that story. Uh, January 18th, 1989, IBM. Uh, IBM announces earnings up 10.4% in 1988. That's so cute. IBM, IBM is, is that still a company? Is that still, you know, still a thing? January 26th, 1989, AT&T reports first loss in 103 years. Only earning, get this. Oh no, is that a loss of 1.67 billion? Oof. Oof, oof. January, more cricket news. <laughs> January 26, 1989. Test debut for Mark Taylor, Australia versus West Innings in Sydney. Also on January 26, 1989. Madison Square Garden announces two-year, 100 million renovation plan. There you go. And... That... Is about it. Oh no, uh, we got one more. Uh, January 29th, 1989. 
Orlando Arena opens in Orlando, Florida. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was... Same as you remember, same as it ever was. This is not my show! Or is it? I forget. I can't remember. 1974, 1981, 2002, 2001, 1944. Is it the same as you remember? Or is it the same as it ever was? There you go. Is it the same as you remember? I mean... 1776. I mean, this database goes a fair ways around, but I could probably do a, a very, very old Jesus Was Born episode 2010. 704, 1993. I don't remember 1993 at all. What are you talking about? All right. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, after the break... Uh, we're going to be talking about the Mark Zucks. Have you ever heard of Mark Zucks? Uh, he has a small company called uh, Book Your Face. Ten hundred and sixty-six. Mark Zucks uh, has a has a small website called Book Your Face, uh, and he he uh, faced the Senate. Over some data mining issues, and we'll break it down when we return. As we continue here on the Genetic Live Show, it's Dale Campbell here with you. We're doing it for Geek.io. It's a pleasure as always. We'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned. to give you a big dose of genericness. This is the Generic Live Show. Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday. It's Dale Campbell here with you. We're doing it for Geek.io. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Beam's waiting for this bass to drop. It's never coming. It's never coming. It's never... Never, never coming. Oh, here we go. It's getting into it now. Here we go. This is one of these troll songs where the bass actually never drops. See? It never drops. Hi! You think people control this show? See, I control you right back. <laughs> Thanks for joining us here on the Jack Live Show for a Sunday. It's Dale Gump here with you. Ladies and gentlemen, you're. I'd hate to tell you, but. Your user agreement sucks. 
Uh, we, yeah, the, the, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, faced the U.S. Senate, uh, apologized and explained and defended the tech giant over data privacy. And, oh boy, we have some juicy clips for you, uh, on the Generic Live Show, simply because who does not like juicy clips? I mean... I'm not reading that on the show. I mean, I mean, yes, that just, I know audio podcasters, it's not great, but that also, oh, that's, that's, that's sad. That's sad. (laughs) Uh, so, we've got we've got the best moments uh, from the Senate hearing uh, in three minutes. We're just going to run through this in three minutes. How does that sound? Does that sound good? Hey, web browser, how does that sound? Hey, and work. And done. Uh, the video will interrupt us. Uh, or not, actually. Huh. Uh, Kenny to Zuckerberg saying, your user agreement sucks. Let's see if this clip works. And work. And work. Mr. Zuckerberg, I come in peace. I I don't want to vote to have to regulate Facebook. But, by God, I will. A lot of that depends on you. Uh, I'm a little disappointed in this hearing today. I just don't feel like that we're connecting. So, so let me try to lay it out for you from my point of view. I think you're a really smart guy. Aww. And I think you have built an extraordinary American company. And you've done a lot of good. Some of the things that you've been able to do are magical. But our our promised digital utopia, we have discovered, has minefields. There's some impurities in the Facebook punch bowl. And they gotta be fixed. And I think you can fix them. Now here's what's gonna happen. There are gonna be a whole bunch of bills introduced to regulate Facebook. It's up to you whether they pass or not. You can go back home, uh, spend $10 million on lobbyists and fight us, or you can go back home and uh, help us solve this problem. And there are two. One's a privacy problem. The other one is what I call a propaganda problem. Let's start with the privacy problem first. Let's start with the user agreement. Here's what everybody's been trying to tell you today, and I, I, I say this gently. Your user agreement sucks. Pastinga! Got him! Got he! Alright, we continue. I was waiting for the punchline. You're a... (laughs) Wait! (laughs) 
I have a feeling that we don't need to. We don't need to like. Uh, we don't need a laugh track on any of this. You, you can spot me seventy-five IQ points. If I can figure it out, you can figure it out. The Ooh. purpose of that user agreement is to cover Facebook's rear end. It's not to inform your users about their rights. Now you know that, and I know that. I'm going to suggest to you that you go back home and rewrite it. And tell your $1,200 an hour lawyers, no disrespect, they're good. But, but tell them you want it written in English, in non-Swahili, so mm -hmm. the average American can understand it. That would be a start. Oof. I realize the issues. Uh, wow. Okay. That was something special, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I do apologize. I had to, uh... I had to turn that up manually. Automagically. It's amazing what you can do on the fly. Uh, that was... That was, uh... That's... I mean, that's the result of it, right? Like, the, um... That... Zuckerberg has to, uh... <laughs> they Emmy puts this in the, in the chat. It's, a, it's amazing. Look at that. I mean, I I have I have I have one issue. Shouldn't it? Shouldn't he be a red shirt? Shouldn't be. Uh... This is really good. I like this. This is so good. I just keep this up for the entire segment, just somewhere along the line. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's and that's the basically the uh, takeaway of of all of this is that that. Zuckerberg needs to, uh, uh, you know, needs to redo the the user agreement on uh, on, on Facebook. Uh, everyone knew that Zuckerberg would be entertaining at the hearing as he prepared his remarks. It's uh, Commander Data from TNG. I mean, that's true. I just feel like half the Senate hearings, uh, Zuckerberg looked like he was going to die. <laughs> testifying about data looks like a robot. So it's like, really? I, I, I don't really know much about The Next Generation to, to comment on that. I, I've seen episodes. I haven't seen the entire run, though. Maybe I should. But that's, that's pretty much what he testified about. Uh, you know, it's... And and there there was other moments from uh, the testimony that I so wish this three minute video would 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 load uh, to clarify a lot more of this stuff. Uh, go into the internet way uh, way back machine and look up the original uh, Facebook terms and uh, privacy policy before they got big. It fits on one page. Really? Wow. Okay. Huh. Um. He got he got questioned about. Uh, you got a question about the camp uh the Cambridge analytic statement uh he also uh got confronted about self regulation may not be enough that's what art in art artificial intelligence is for uh and i i i i i should we be leaving this sort of stuff uh regulation to a i should we i mean 
AI is the way of the future. I, I understand that, but I, I don't, it's, I don't think that it's great to have them deal with information. Uh, no, and apparently also that there's, there's worries that Facebook is, are using your devices to, to stare, stare on you. Uh, and uh, Zuckerberg declined that. Uh, Senator Gary Peters, a Democratic from Michigan, asked Zuckerberg to clarify the common belief uh, among many users that Facebook uh, is listening on consumers' conversations using microphones on electronic devices, then serving those people ads on what microphone picks up. Uh, Zuckerberg forcefully declined that claim and... Facebook is using smartphones to pick up ambient audience called the idea a conspiracy theory. Ooh, Mbeams provided us a link to the 2005 privacy policy. This will be interesting. Uh, let's go through this. This is, this will be great. Uh, Let's, uh, the Facebook, this was back when it was called the Facebook too. Uh, the Facebook. It's an online directory and social networking community that helps people find their friends and other people. To accomplish this, you, our users create their own profiles and privacy settings. And use some personal information. Oh, that's ironic these days. We asked for it. I just blame people in the groups to use the privacy settings. Huh. Also collects users' uh, profile information such as gender, field, location, courses, etc. Hmm. <laughs> Email addresses should never be sold to anyone. <laughs> Uh, this site may contain links to other websites, so be warned. Oh, see, this is interesting. The third-party advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook collects information from other sources such as newspaper and instant messaging services. This information is gathered regardless of use of the site. That's also worrying as well. That's also worrying. What's also worrying is advertisements that appear on the website are delivered to our users by our advertising partners. Our advertising partners may set cookies. This allows the advertising network to recognize your computer at any time uh, and uh, they send you an advertisement uh, in, in the way they may compile information where you or other who are using your computer saw your advertisement to determine which advertisements are clicked. This information allows an advertising network to deliver targeted advertisements that they believe will be most interest to you. The Facebook does not have oh, I'll be that The Facebook does not have access to or control of the cookies that may be placed by the third-party advertisement service or service of the ad networks. Oh, the Facebook users may modify or remove their personal information at any time 
by logging on to their account. Information will be updated and immediately and the old information will never be displayed to any user of the site. I love the fact that that dodges the whole point of this, which also was a point in the hearing, was how long does, does Facebook actually keep the information? And also, that part of the privacy policy, isn't that what got them in trouble with uh, Cambridge Analytica? Isn't that the deal? Wasn't that the deal? Wasn't that the deal? That Facebook, the Facebook, I don't know if they've updated it since then, didn't have any control over third parties and what they did. I think that was, that was the whole, that was the whole thing. That they didn't have control over over the over third party people. Uh, we got a clip of Zuckerberg squirming. Does anyone want to see Zuckerberg squirm? I do. Uh, this was about this was about uh, to share his own personal data. So. Rich, Senator Richard J. Durbin, a Democrat from Illinois, uh, drove straight at the heart of the matter when he asked Zuckerberg whether or not he'd be comfortable sharing the name of his hotel that he would be staying at. I think that may be all what it's about, Durbin said. Uh, your right to privacy, the limits to the right to privacy, and how much you give away in modern America in the name of, quote, connecting people around the world. Here's this clip. Thank you very much, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Zuckerberg, would you be comfortable sharing with us the name of the hotel you stayed in last night? Um. Uh, no. If you've messaged anybody this week, would you share with us the names of the people you've messaged? Uh, Senator, no, I would probably not choose to do that publicly here. I think that may be what this is all about your right to privacy, the limits of your right to privacy, and how much you give away in modern America in the name of, quote, connecting people around the world. It's true. And I know I'm guilty of, of this as well, is oversharing personal information on social media. Uh, MBeam says, what about web server data? True. What about uh, the, the web server data sits there, doesn't it? It just sits there. Uh, I mean, you would be more akin to, to talk about uh, the web server data than, than, than myself because, yeah, like, like, you, like you said, just said in the chat, like you have a web uh, server uh, data. Uh, and I can tell you what link you clicked on and where you arrive uh, to the server, uh, your IP address, your web browser, you know, which could be used for trackage, you know, and that's that's very common on websites as well from the little stuff, uh, and that's used for marketing as well, uh, site maps and funneling. Facebook has a very good funneling service where. They definitely funnel you in to, uh, you know, to particular 
you know, two particular areas. They get you to click on certain things. They funnel you a certain way. And funneling is a tool and people don't know how to handle the funneling process properly at all. You know? It, 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 and I, I don't have the answer. I'm, I'm merely just sharing the story. I'm doing kind of a bad job, but sharing the story with you. You know, I, I don't know much of the technical stuff. And if, if someone wants to, uh, you know, come on and correct me about any of the technical stuff, please do feel free. That just I have the Discord open. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm more than happy to, to discuss this uh, with people. Maybe more so next hour but you know, stay on for this hour you know because we're heading to the top of the hour here but what is happening this light just uh but again yeah like you mb runs a server and you know it can tell you what you clicked on and and companies use that data but how about some awkward moments you want to hear this is what we here at gls ravel in uh, are the awkward moments we got we got a compilation of awkward moments here for you because that's what we do. Have you or anyone at Facebook been interviewed by the special counsel's office? Yes. Have you been interviewed? I have not. I, I, I have not. Others have. I, I believe so. And I want to be careful here because that our work with the special counsel is confidential. And I want to make sure that in an open session, I'm not revealing something that's <clears throat> confidential. I understand. That's why I made clear that you have been contacted. You have had subpoenas. Actually, let me clarify that. I, I actually am not aware of, of a subpoena. I believe that there may be, but I know we're working with them. Do you know who Palantir is? I do. Some people have referred to them as a Stanford Analytica. Do you agree? Senator, I have not heard that. Okay. Do you think Palantir taught... Cambridge Analytica's press reports are saying how to do these tactics? Senator, I don't know. Do you think that Palantir has ever scraped data from Facebook? Senator, I'm not aware of that. Okay. <laughs> do you think that during the 2016 campaign, as Cambridge Analytica was providing support to the Trump campaign, under Project Alamo, were there any Facebook people involved in that sharing of technique and information? Senator, we provided support to the Trump campaign similar to what we provide to any advertiser or campaign uh, who, who asks for it. Mr. Zuckerberg, would you be comfortable sharing with us the name of the hotel you stayed in last night? Oh, this is this moment again. Um, <laughs> Reliving this moment. Uh, this so good. No. If you've messaged anybody this week, would you share with us the names of the people you've messaged? Uh, Senator, no, I would probably not choose to do that publicly here. I think that may be what this is all about. Here's what everybody's been trying to tell you today, and I, I, I say this gently. So the average... They're mostly you in could, America. You couldn't, you couldn't... Global behemoth that you guys are, only in America, would you agree with that? Senator, you, mostly you in could, America. You couldn't, you couldn't do this mostly in, China, in right? America. Or what you did well, in years. Well, Senator, there are there are some very strong Chinese internet companies. Right, what? but 
You're supposed to answer yes to this question. <laughs> okay, come on, this I'm is, trying to help you, softball. right? I mean, give me a break. You're in front of a bunch of... The answer is yes, okay? So, thank you. Um, oh, yeah. I mean... That, Embiid puts it very, also very uh, delicately in the chat, saying... Uh, all of these people uh, would have uh, 12 o'clock flashing on their VCR players. Uh, it's very true. Senator Bob. Well, my grandson was playing Hello Kitty Pudding Pop and an advertisement for Viagra popped up. Can you explain that? I mean, it's very much like that. Like, it, it is super like that. And I love the fact that basically that last senator, senator asked... Does Facebook have competition? And Zuckerberg's answer was, "There were big, there are big Chinese website companies." <laughs> what type of answer is that? Like, there are big, there are big Chinese companies. Ugh. So, and also, by the way, just wanna, I just wanna, I just wanna clarify something. Just wanna. I, I, I love getting messages from fans. I, I, I do this for the fans. But just understand, if a bunch of you send me chain uh, chain messages, messages that, you know, say, send this to nine people, and it's clearly a hoax, I'm going to respond with a news article that says that it's a hoax. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, so I got sent a whole bunch of uh, Facebook's going to going to shut down and become a paid for only subscription. And apparently, all messages talk like movie trailer people. Uh, but yeah, they, I, like I got a bunch of messages going. Facebook is closing down, and you're gonna have to pay seventy nine cents per period. <laughs> Which also don't even that's also a tick. But anyway, uh, you know. If you don't send this to six people on your contacts list, they'll, uh, they'll get, they'll get shut down. Your logo will turn red and you'll be able to keep using Facebook for free. Send this to nine people immediately. I got a bunch of those yesterday. Like, and, oh, and, oh, sorry, I got a bunch of those on Sunday. I had a bunch of those on Saturday. Um, just understand that I, I do a, I do a, I do a news show that's mainly now turned into an entertainment show with the news in it uh, but just understand that yeah. uh, I report the posts and move on these were these were direct messages uh, can you report direct messages without reporting the person can you do that but I okay now there is it is a hoax. Uh, Facebook was meant to shut down an hour ago, uh, so, uh, I have not tried to go to facebook.com yet, uh, so, I could be, I, it could be shut down by now, who, who really knows, but, you know, uh, who, who knows, but I'm fairly sure 
that it will be free. Now, I don't, I don't knock the idea of the fact that maybe someday in the future that there, there may be a ad-free Facebook. You know? There may be a pay $5 a month for an ad-free experience and a news feed. The, the most recent news feed will be the only one there and say that, you know, say that, you know, the... The Facebook will charge $5 a month or, or however much. Because if they charge $5 a month, you know people would pay that. It's affordable. It's a cup of coffee a, a week and blah, blah, blah. You can see it now. You know? For an ad-free experience. And the not the most popular or the arrogant uh, feed, but more so the uh, the kind of... Most recent feed being the only one where you can see feed from everyone and you don't have to put people as see first to kind of juggle your own feed is what I do now. And even some of that see first stuff gets juggled in the algorithm. I am aware. Uh, it's... I can see that being the future. And I could imagine Facebook being the one to, to go in that path first. I don't see it necessarily working with Twitter, to be completely honest. I don't, I don't see, and I understand that there are sponsored tweets, but they're not as intrusive as Facebook ads are. Mbeam says, uh, honestly, uh, through a paid social network would be nice. It would probably cut down on the burger spam bots, bullcrap posts by 60%. Uh, charge for like $12 a year, $1 a month, or uh, one year at a time. That's fair. $12 a year for no ads and a feed that is actually in chronological order as the default feed. I would pay for that. I would have to juggle stuff around, but I would pay for that. You know? And it's easy to do on their side, you know? But they're not going to ever but what can you do all right well it's raining outside joy it's it's a gloomy day today hey it's not a it's not a good day outside so that's why you're trapped inside with me oh uh so we're gonna take a quick break and uh, to separate the hours here i just realized that that we are running super late but that's okay We'll figure it out. Uh, Paris. Wee oui, wee. Oui, they have the cheese there and what the what not. And they could be pulling up to 43,000 Airbnb listings by June. We'll tell you why and we'll tell you how. Coming right up uh, here on the Jack Live Show in hour two. I'm Dale Campbell, doing it for Geek.io. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> 